are good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Here we go. Hour number two of the show, off and running with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, it is game week, and you've got Southern Miss coming into Starkville this weekend. And, you know, I think, I think, you know, look, I mean, you know, State's recruited SEC players and, and and everybody pretty well feels like State ought to have an advantage. And and I think they probably do in, in some ways. But, you know, I'm not so confident. <laughs> so, uh, state guy, that you're just going to snap your fingers and, and roll out there and win a game. When you're struggling on offense, sometimes just to execute, it's not. it becomes less about who your players are and more about, you know, can, can we do our jobs consistently enough to score enough points to go win a game. And, you know, we got to wait and see who's healthy and, uh, and who isn't and all of that. So you got that this weekend. Just mentioned Kiffin and Ole Miss hosting Louisiana Monroe. And he, he talked about in that soundbite how much different it was last year because last year, Thursday Egg Bowl, they were hosting it last year in Oxford. They rotated around that way, but apparently they had, what, a a late road game? And they certainly had a, a, a late game the game before. And he talked about getting back at 1 in the morning. And so effectively then the preparation, the, the actual work, of the, the routine work for the staff, whether it's scouting and film and game plan, everything else, getting the week started for the team, didn't get underway until really Sunday because if you don't get back from a road game, it's 1 in the morning. And so it kind of pushes you back on a quick turnaround. And he was talking about this year it's in a, you know more even because both State and Ole Miss prior to the Egg Bowl are playing a um, home game. 11 a.m. And like what he said, I, I you know, if you're just tuning in, you listen to Kiffin talk about that, it's like sometimes it doesn't hit you that a game like that with a quick turnaround the next week, Saturday is normal game day, home weekend, spend the night in a hotel, get to the, hotel, get to the stadium that morning, dress, you play a game, but it's still just a part of a work day. The game is just the first half of the work day because he said as soon as the game's over with and they – pack it all up, they are right back in there, watch film, and get started you know, as soon as possible, getting ready to, to play the Egg Bowl and start for the, the following Thursday night on Thanksgiving. As for Southern Miss, they've won two in a row coming into this one. In fact, the same Louisiana Monroe team that's going to Oxford this week, uh, Southern Miss beat them two weeks ago 24-7. to this past week, they went to Louisiana Lafayette, or Louisiana, and won what I believe, I thought it was an overtime game. Uh, they beat them 34-31. Won the season opener against Alcorn State, and that's their three wins this year. Alcorn State in the season opener, and then the last two games they've played, La Monroe and Louisiana. In between, they had that seven-game losing streak in the middle of the year. They lost at Florida State. 
not supposed to win that one. Lose at home to Tulane, only kick the field goal. It's a really good Tulane team. It is. They're good. Lost on the road at Arkansas State, and that was one where Arkansas State had really struggled and they felt like they probably should have played better. And then the skid started to you know, give up 50 to Texas State. Lost a really close game, played hard against Old Dominion. Just got run out of the stadium by South Alabama, got dominated. Lost to App State on the road. It was a really good program, but they played well and put up 38. And even though you lose a 10-point game putting up 38 on the road, they've come back and won two in a row. And so, yes, they've struggled this year. But there's something to be said for scratching and clawing and figuring out a way to do a little something and win some games late in the year. They're still playing hard and made a quarterback change, and they have looked like a little bit of a better football team here lately. So I think it'll be uh, – I think it's certainly with everything going on, there's no question it is, it is something to keep an eye on. Well, speaking of keeping an eye on, if you have had your eye on sports – in the state of Mississippi, at any level, high school, college, big college, small college, in between, pro, for the last 30 years, you will have seen one thing in common. At, at, at just about every high school venue, at just about every award ceremony, <laughs> I probably shouldn't even say just about, like every one. In every college stadium, on every headset that every head coach has had on in our state, on TV and otherwise, you've seen something in common for 30 years. And that's ceasefire. And this year, 2023, they are celebrating their investment in sports marketing over the last 30 years. And like I say, the list is incredible. And I'm going to enjoy reminisce about reminiscing about it now. <laughs> Not reminiscing, uh, Annabeth may fa- reminiscing about it right now with my friend Jim Richmond from C Spire on your radio right now on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Jim, thanks for coming in, and I hope you're doing well. Well, man, I'm doing great. Look, it's a pleasure to be back with you and talk a little sport. Yeah, well, and you and and everybody at C Spire have been not only talking sports but sponsoring sports for a long time here in the state of Mississippi. So this is really kind of right up your alley, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it really is, you know, and uh, and obviously you have been a part of, of a lot of those uh, those activities that we've had around the sports world. But, uh, you know, way back uh, when Ceasefire originally got started as Sailor South, uh, early on we realized that, uh, that we needed to invest in ways and, and push our brand out in ways where people are areas where people were passionate and obviously we, we realized that, you know very quickly that uh, sports was a very good fit and so you know we started some uh, university um, sponsorships in Mississippi uh, with you know Mississippi State, Ole Miss, USM, uh, Jackson State I mean, those go back, gosh, to the uh, really around 1993, so right out about 30 years ago. We started uh, with that and just progressed and obviously have touched, like you mentioned, I mean, we've touched a lot uh, at the high school level, uh, certainly the college level, and uh, now as we've expanded our footprint out into the professional level as well. Yeah. Jim, um, so selfishly, I have to go back with you. to the to the y'all versus us and the bright lights, ceasefire bright lights games from several years ago. I, you know, 
fortunately I was able to be a part of it, but so many people were a part of it. We had these were televised high school rivalry football games that Seaspire, you guys like contracted with huge production company. The same we had the same cameras and production crew for this TV broadcast of a high school game on Fox. They turned around and went and did the Saints games on Sunday. That's the kind of the level this was. I don't think I still have seen anything quite like that in high school sports anywhere in the country since then. Yeah, you know, that was really a, certainly a unique experience and a lot of fun, to say the least. But, you know, we, we always like uh, to, to push ourselves to have impact. And there's no doubt when we created uh, that y'all versus us over the first couple of years and then later turned it into Ceasefire Bright Light as we changed our brand from Sailor South to Ceasefire. But we really wanted to do that and do that in a different way. So if you go back to those days, there was very little high school football on television. Right. Uh, ESPN had just kind of started dabbling with it just a little bit. And so uh, in the heyday of it, we were uh, pushing those televised high school games out to uh, about almost 13 million households across the southeast uh, part of the country. And, uh, you know, I mean, that was taking some rivalries, mainly in Mississippi. We picked up a couple in Alabama as well, but uh, really pushed it out. So it was big time, uh, you know, from a TV standpoint, but also at the game, and you were there. Uh, you lived it with us, but that game experience was just over the top, too. That was obviously the days before high schools had jumbotrons. So many of them have jumbotrons now, but nobody had jumbotrons back then. It was brought in jumbotrons. You know, we had uh, you know skydivers coming in. We had uh, flyovers for some of the games. We had a lot of uh, fireworks and pyrotechnics that just really kind of added to that overall atmosphere and. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, we had impact. We had impact on those communities where those rivalry games were played. And, and really, uh, you know, soon after that, uh, a lot of the schools started streaming their games and really kind of moved into a new era. But uh, it was a lot of fun and, and something that we feel like we, uh, we, we again, had impact, uh, you know, with the, 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 the fans out there, our customers out there. And, I mean, even today, all these years later, people ask me all the time about those, you know, it was a lot of fun. Jim Richmond on your radio. He's from Seaspire. Listen, y'all, if you're a sports fan, I encourage you go over to cspire.com slash sports. Cspire.com slash sports and check it out. They are celebrating 30 years involved in support and sports marketing here in Mississippi and elsewhere. It's a really cool video that kind of takes you back to some of those things that we're talking about. Hey, and one thing. Jim, when I went and watched that video that jumped out to me that I remember it was absolutely brilliant that had a good cause along with it, was partnering back in the day with Dexter McCluster on the Don't Text and Drive campaign. I, it's, I don't think that that didn't – you can't find somebody that that didn't touch and that people don't remember that to this day. Yeah, that was really interesting. Uh, you know, Dexter had a, obviously a big career at Ole Miss and went on to play in the NFL – but uh, he had uh, he'd finished at Ole Miss, and it was early spring after his uh, during what would have been his senior year, and he was at a uh, combine uh, in a Mobile and had an agent uh, call. I never will forget an agent from New Jersey that called me. Dexter was down there. He had a lot of coaches trying to get in touch with him, and he didn't have a cell phone. And was there anything I could do to help him? So that really kind of started that relationship, and you know, found out later that he was uh, not only a, a good 
you know, a good person, but he also had a lot of talent. He could sing, he could rap, you know, yeah. it was just really pretty neat. And so, uh, obviously, we continue today talking about, you know, the importance of not texting and driving. But back then, uh, we created a video uh, that we, you know, that uh, is actually out there. You can find it on YouTube uh, today. But uh, it was really pushing, again, that thought of don't text and drive kind of in a fun way. And, uh, that was that was kind of a big moment, you know, for us as, as well. But... Uh, it's 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 been been a lot of fun. I mean, we we've done, of course, the, through the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, all the trophy presentations. We have, of course, the C Spire Connerly coming up on the 28th uh, for this year. We've been a part of those uh, trophy presentations and support the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame for I think it's close to 25 years now. It goes way back, and obviously, you know, got uh, a lot of a lot of just unbelievable quality players uh, that have played in Mississippi. Many of you know, who of course gone on for big time NFL careers and things, and so that's been a big part of what we've done too. And um, you know, we've been a part of with our relationship with MHSAA through the years. Uh, you know, we've been a part of the state basketball championships for a long time. We did a lot with the football state championships, and so high school has really been important. You know, it's just a lot of passion again in the communities for high school sports, so that's been a big part of what we've done. College, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a big play for us, really, from a branding standpoint. Not only is the passion there as well, but just the branding opportunity. So as we've expanded our brand, of course, we do a lot of business now uh, on our business side, business sales side in Alabama and Tennessee and, and of course, in Mississippi. But, uh, you know, as we moved over into Alabama and really started focusing on growing our brand over there, one of the first things that we did uh, was align with Alabama and Auburn and get on their headset. So now you see you know, every Saturday Nick Saban walking around with a, a fish bar headset on, and that's really helped us from a brand awareness standpoint for sure. No question. Jim Richmond on your radio right now from C Spire. I, I started to, you know, give you the question, Jim, of just sort of philosophically, take, you know, 30 years ago, the decision for C Spire to totally just jump in neck deep in supporting sports in Mississippi at all levels. But then I found this quote, like the, the link that I mentioned a while ago, which is uh, cspire.com slash sports. And uh, I found this quote uh, from someone. It said, at C Spire, we not only celebrate the wins, but also give back to our athletic programs so everyone has the opportunity to compete for the win. And that's from a guy, that's a quote from a guy named Hugh Mina. You know who that is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've worked uh, faithfully with Hugh for uh, about 33 years. So uh, <laughs> he, He's obviously a, a great leader. Uh, he is a competitor. He's uh, helped ceasefire win for a long, long time. And, uh, and, and really, you know, he was the one that first thought of the sports relationship. And then over time, uh, again, we've just continued to invest. Uh, we've continued to, to give back and give back to areas where, you know, our customers are, again, passionate. And it's just been a good fit, uh, great for our brand. And, and, again, the opportunity for us to give back, uh, you know, to, to our area, our communities and things in, uh, in, in a way with sports where folks, are, again, really have a, a lot of passion. It's, it's just been great. But, yeah, Hugh is a uh, He's been a good driver for us, and that's that's a good good quote. So yeah. Um, so if y'all are listening, go to cspire.com/sports. You'll see some of that, and you'll see the video that I mentioned. And in that video, Jim, towards the beginning, it's not black and white video. I don't want to make anybody feel old. It's still it's, it's color video, but it's going way back. 
and there, there's Archie Manning, a young Archie Manning, like at the beginning of that video. For the people that don't know that story, will you take us back, when we're talking about C Spire involved and connected to sports in Mississippi, take me back and kind of explain to our folks what that involvement with Archie was. Well, sure. So our company actually was started, I mean, way back uh, in the lane line telephone business back in 1948. But fast forward to 1988, we started our wireless division, which, of course, had been that thing was known as Sailor South. Uh-huh. And so Hugh Manning, who, of course, is our CEO uh, today, uh, lined up that first call. Archie had just recently retired from the NFL, and he was living in New Orleans. And we started on the Gulf Coast and in Gulfport. And so uh, Hugh brought Archie over. And so the first commercial call that was made on the then Sailor South Network was made from Archie uh, to then a representative, Trent Lott, in D.C. And so that that's a, in that video that, that shows, you know, the actual uh, photo and that call taking place. And uh, it's really, uh, it really is kind of interesting that we did have that as kind of the first step as we got started. And then years later, here we are, 30, uh, you know, from the sports standpoint, the, the wireless side is actually 35 years old, but a couple it took us a couple of years to get into the sports. But 30 years ago, over that time period, that we have actually invested, we total up almost $50 million around the sports in this in the sports arena. So it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty strong, all the things we've been talking about. And, of course, again, now we have relationships with a lot of professional teams from a sponsorship standpoint, but, uh, you know, like the Saints and Pelicans at down in New Orleans, they actually do business with us, and uh, we uh, – have something called disaster recovery on our business uh, sales side. And so we're kind of their backup uh, from a data security standpoint. And so it's been a great relationship. But, uh, you know, and we, we've done some things in the golf world and uh, in the professional tennis uh, world. We had a tournament in Memphis for about eight years called the Sailor South Cup with stars like uh, Venus Williams and Maria Sharapova and many, many others as well. So, Again, uh, a lot of a lot of events and a lot of entities, you know, that we were able to align with that just had impact, had impact on people's lives and you know areas that they're you know that just important to them. Sure. Um, back in the day when when C Spire was involved in the the um, uh, senior PGA Tour event on the coast, uh, it provided such a cool even for a guy like me yet a chance to go and meet these golfers that I'd seen on. Only on television before that, you know, that was just such a neat thing back then. And you, you touched on this earlier, Jim, um, the the um, support and sponsorship of the C Spire Connerly Trophy presentation. And that's coming up, like, I guess in a couple of weeks, we just got the, the finalists um, in an email at the end of last week and early this week. So that's here again, too, I guess. Yeah, correct. It is coming up on November the 28th. Uh, it will be held in Jackson. And, uh, you know, for your listeners that want to uh, that want to be a part of that event, they can go to the msfame.com website, msfame.com, which is the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame website, to purchase tickets. But it's really a great event. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased because we're involved in it, but... Uh, mm-hmm. We've really worked hard on trying to create a more of a localized, uh, almost an Estes type look and feel standpoint. Uh, we've got Charles uh, Davis, who is um, a CBS football analyst, coming in and will be the MC for the event. And 
Um, you know, each of the universities uh, put up uh, their top uh, player, and then, uh, you know, those players are voted on uh, by, by sports writers uh, across the state and or, or sports um, media folks across the state, and uh, and the trophy will be presented again on November 28th. So that's coming up uh yeah, week after next. So. Yep, really cool. Well, and it's just like in the time that I've lived in Mississippi, you know, from the time I went to college, um, and here we are 20-some-odd years later, every time I turn around, there's C Spire involved in, in something, whether it's football or basketball or high school football or college football or baseball and in every stadium and even on this radio show and so many others, Jim. Uh, so, like, on behalf of not only me and my show, but really everybody in this state who we love sports and we're involved in it, I thank you from us to you and to Hugh and to C Spire for investment and support. And thank you also for bringing this to our attention and letting us celebrate 30 years of C Spire sports marketing with you. Well, look, man, I certainly appreciate that, number one. But also, you know, I want to make it clear, too, that without our customers uh, and the success we've had in growing our company, you know, we obviously would not be able to put this kind of money in the sports marketing like we have. So I've got to, I've got to pass some of that thank you uh, out to our customers as well. And it's kind of a win-win situation. And, uh, you know, we've been successful in investing and and marketing boost for us and certainly we continue to do that. But, uh, sure. Again, it's just a lot of fun to talk to you about a lot of these, uh, you know, these activities over the years in sports. It's been a lot of fun and I uh, certainly appreciate the time with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate you coming by. We'll talk soon. That is yes, Jim Richmond from C Spire. Again, check out that link and watch that video. It's a lot of fun. cspire.com slash sports. We'll be back right after this. Stick around. Yeah, the C Spire Connolly Trophy. They're going to give it out on the 28th of this month. And that'll go to the best college player in Mississippi as voted on. I was looking this up here. All right, so hang on here. I want to tell you. Here are the finalists for this year's Connolly Trophy, C Spire Connolly Trophy. Um, and they, let's see, the 28th. Tuesday, November 28th, it'll be at the Country Club of Jackson. Uh, the host of the event is going to be Charles Davis from CBS, CBS Football uh, Analyst. And you can get tickets if you want to go to that to at uh, msfame.com. Your finalists this year are Alcorn State quarterback Aaron Allen, uh, Bellhaven running back Colby Blunt, Delta State quarterback Patrick Chigog, uh, Jackson State running back Irv Mulligan, who you could see at the beginning of the year. that He's a heck of a player. Millsaps punter Ethan Claypatch. There you go. About time we had a punter up for the Connolly. Uh, Mississippi College running back Marcus Williams. Mississippi State linebacker Nathaniel Buki Watson. Mississippi Valley State University center offensive lineman um, Ronnie Luckett. Ole Miss running back Quinshawn Judkins, who won the trophy last year. 
Look at Annabeth over there. She just gave us double fist pumps when I said, Quinn, you're a Quinshawn Judkins fan. He's my favorite. <laughs> he's a lot of people's favorite. But he's also up against Southern Miss running back Frank Gore Jr., who has um, had a good year. And I was looking this up, too. Um, so Quinshawn Judkins won it last year. So he's trying to go back to back. Um, and if And you've had... You had Elijah Moore from Ole Miss won the Connerly in 2020. You had Matt Corral from Ole Miss won it in 21. And you had Quinshawn Judkins who won it from Ole Miss last year. So they've got three in a row. Wow. And I think there was one other stretch where somebody won three in a row, and it was State. State had a year there when Mullen was coaching, when Dak was there, where they won three in a row. And now Ole Miss has won three in a row trying to make it four in a row. Oh, wow. Yep. So hey. we'll see. How you doing? Good. You had your C Spire talk with Jim. Yes. You forgot to tell him how much fun our family had doing that commercial with them. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. That's right. I forgot about that. Working that in. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Hey, Beaver. Hey, Annabeth. Um, when we did that C Spire commercial, Beaver, I think I've told this before. I, I cleaned and cleaned every. <laughs> corner of our house because they were coming and they could not have been nicer and it really was not about me or mary liddy it was mad and the show and how he uses the business side of c spire internet and all this and they came in they're like can we move this piece of furniture can we do this and i'm like yeah yeah you can move that but i didn't dust behind that (laughs) and i thought oh my (laughs) word then we went outside a lot so i was really thankful for that yeah but they were super sweet that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, changing the subject back, I really love Judkins. I love him. Yeah, he's a heck of a player. Yeah. They always show his mom, too, at the games. I know. It's so endearing. I wish I knew yeah. her. Well, and speaking of that, so so Buki Watson, you know, the linebacker oh, yeah. from State. who And, uh, and you got to love him, too. And he's been there forever. He's from Maplesville, Alabama, which yeah. is where my mother is from, grandmother, grandfather were from. And uh, so his family comes over from Maplesville, and they sit, like, where our radio booth is at Davis Wade for the home games, they sit right down there in front of us. So you can see them. And I know when we're getting close to game time because you'll see all his family line up on their row down there, and they all have T-shirts on that say in big letters, Buki, on the back of (laughs) them. I love it. Such a fun name. Yeah. I don't know how you get that name. I've never quite looked that up or whatever. Hey, uh, unrelated here. During the commercial breaks on the live stream, like if you watch on Facebook, on Twitter, live during the middle of the day, sometimes you'll see commercials for, you know, like other sponsors on the show, like Country Please. And I made one where I was talking about I was cooking sausage on a grill. Well, Lee just commented on YouTube Mm -hmm. on the Murray West live thread and said, do you always only cook two small lengths of sausage at a time? It seems like a waste of charcoal. Well, no, Lee, I don't. (laughs) It's just I filmed that part of it. Yeah, that's fine. I, I wasn't only just cooking that, and I don't waste charcoal. But besides, I said, Lee, yeah, Lee, that is actually not even a charcoal grill. That's just an old fire pit no, yeah. thing that I just throw anything in there. And I don't burn trash in it, but, like, leaves, limbs fall out of, clean up limbs out of the yard, I pile them in there and burn it. And so sometimes when I'm burning stuff yeah. while it's hot, I, I slide that little grill thing over around it that came with it. That's funny. And throw something on it. I was to about cook. to say, I didn't think you used charcoal for that. Yeah, I don't. Not in that and one. And you do cook more than that as far as sausage goes. Well, I eat a lot of it. Yeah, you do. Every I day. I eat some just about every day. 
Did you get beaver some? Uh, yes, we're, we're hooking him up. Okay. And what else? Oh, we've got, where's my name here? Brad. Brad's getting hooked up with some hats also. Oh, good. So keep your eyes peeled, Brad, for hats. from. All right, Beaver just sent a link to my text. He sent this to me because you are here on the show. Oh, what is it about? It says, Hallmark researchers, like the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. I mean, this looks like an official link to me. Wait, is this a, a job? It says Hallmark researchers say they oh. are close to developing oh. a second movie plot. <laughs> <laughs> really, Beaver? I thought that you were going to tell me that they needed me to be a researcher for them. Do some research on the video. You can do it. It's you? funny that you bring it up, Beaver, because Sunday Matt was driving back from Texas A&M and we, Mary Liddy and I, went on to church and we were talking to some friends, and um, she goes, I woke up at 4 this morning. I just started watching Hallmark movies. I said, I know. I was watching them before church. Did you see the whatever it was? And two husbands walk up, and another friend walks up, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what? Is this about somebody who owns a bakery? Or? <laughs> and I said, you all sound like Matt. Matt says you have to have a bakery, a winery. And you fall in love with your old high school f mm -hmm. flame, and everybody lives happily ever after. And it made me laugh. I can't help it. They are feel-good movies. Just yeah. get over it. Get over it. I mean... They're just happy. They're happy. They're happy feel-good movies. Beaver. They're, they're kind of like bowl games. Now that we've got 50-something bowl games, they're oh, like... They yeah. are They are like a picture, a nice picture hanging on the wall. They're background. <laughs> That's what they are. Well, yeah, I guess so. And it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. I mean, small town girl goes to the big city of New York, hits it big, but the family farm is going under. Has to go home and take it over. The pumpkin farm. The pumpkin farm's going under. Family pumpkin farm. Yeah. So yeah. she goes back. Big city girl back to the small town, her roots. And I, I High school crush is over there. He's got an old pickup, a dog, and he's wearing a flannel shirt. And somebody... <laughs> <laughs> from somebody that's been in communications and marketing like you have over the years it seems like everybody has a marketing degree in these and they're like oh let me come back and, and let me help you promote your christmas yeah. inn or your pumpkin patch yeah i got nothing else to farm. do i don't need to make a let living answer yeah, sure. i'll just help you promote your cupcakes when's the cupcake competition oh yeah the huge town cup cupcake competition that everybody has every it. town has i love it they all come together <laughs> Cookies, cupcakes, <laughs> whatever it is. Chocolate, cupcakes. Beaver, are you there? And snow. Yeah. All I want Matt to do <laughs> is take me to a Christmas party in a castle like I see on all the Hallmark movies. <laughs> I just want to buy a dress to go to a castle party. Just once. Make That's it happen, funny. Matt. Make okay. it happen. Right. And, well, and Beaver, well. he gave me that. Is it Monopoly? Yes, Hallmark channel monopoly hallmark channel christmas monopoly yeah. game and we didn't really play it no we, you sort of shot it down i, I thought it was a, we just got busy <laughs> it was I a would, really thoughtful who gift who am i actually. gonna play i would kill you <laughs> for sure it is true hey uh i gotta bring something to your attention annie this is again non-secretary it does have something to do with television you ready yeah on this day in 1985 the 200th episode of this show aired on cbs Oh, Dallas. Ow! I just stubbed my toe doing the leg kicks. Oh, God. Ow! I kicked the desk. 
I was doing the leg kicks to the Dallas theme song because you said you and your sister yeah. used to stand in the living room and do the leg kicks. When we were little, we would stand in a line. We wanted to be like the Rockettes, and we would dance to the Dallas theme song. <laughs> thought it was the coolest song I may have ever heard. Well, it's funny how it works. So on this day in 85, the 200th episode of Dallas, on 11 years later on this day in 96, the reunion movie Dallas, J.R. Returns oh. aired on CBS. Wow. Maybe they did that on purpose. And you know what the tie-in here is? Bobby Ewing mm-hmm. is on movies on the Hallmark Channel yeah, now. Yeah, he's been on them. Yeah. Isn't he? Patrick yeah. Duffy? Isn't that he's his name? on them. Yeah. He he played somebody's dad. The other one I watched the other day. I can't think of who it was. Yeah, he's on well, them. Yeah, of course he is. He's, he's a little too old for anything else in that movie <laughs> other than dad or granddad. I will say, they're, they're to me, the content on the Hallmark Channel sort of went downhill when they sent Aunt Becky to jail. Matt, it quite I, need been you, I need you to know, I'm pretty sure, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the other channel, the Friendly TV, you know, they had a big, they split up and Candace okay. Cameron went that way. I think Candace Cameron may have Aunt Becky on some stuff so with her. So she brought her back. Maybe. I might be wrong. I really might be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Allegedly. Right, Beaver? That's the word we say. Allegedly, I think she might be appearing on some things. Okay. I saw her in a promo. I'm, I'm like, impressed. Because you know it's not easy. Um, Somebody gets out, like Aunt Becky comes back from prison. They do that makeup, have to cover up all her tattoos she has now. Really, Matt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> a little teardrop. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry to make you, you uncomfortable. so well. <laughs> all oh, right. Oh, Aunt Becky. <laughs> we, we got time left when we come back. Stick around. <laughs> Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. All right. Well, a couple of things. First up, during uh, the break, I realized we got a text during that last conversation, Annie. We were talking Hallmark Channel from the show Dallas. From a hater. Uh, Beaver, did you see it? The text that I got? No, I didn't. Okay, we got a text from someone unnamed that said, is this a sports talk show? <laughs> and, and I responded on the text line with m- the most underutilized word. To Matt's new favorite. In the English language. No. <laughs> <laughs> Signed me. Listen, sir. Unnamed. Okay. We're really sorry, but we've taken a slight break <laughs> to discuss seasonal uh, movies. And the good news is this. Here's Annabeth. The, here's the good news for ha- that. You have discovered the good news. Tell them what the good news is, Annie. Well, Aunt Becky is back in January. Coming back. Aunt Becky. Hey. She's trading in her stripes for a warm, cozy little coat. <laughs> new, it says, a little Christmas jacket. It said, New Year, <laughs> New Lori. Did on the really? yeah, on the Great American <laughs> Family something. I've I've lost the article now, but it's the com- competitor against <clears throat> Hallmark. And listen, this is sports oriented, no name tweeter because, I mean, Lori went to jail for a collegiate, come on, sports scandal. Come on, so let's tie it all back to sports. Preach un- it, unnamed tweeter. I don't like that. 
is this a sports show? We get those every now and then. And Beaver. Well, just that's hey, not nice. Beaver likes to pretend that they're children. <laughs> right, Beaver? <laughs> is this a sports talk show? <laughs> Why aren't you talking sports? You're on for 120 minutes. Why aren't you talking sports for 120 minutes? Uh, <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, listen, Matt needed a moment to just get out of his head and talk about Hallmark for just a second. Yeah. And when you live with Matt and the Mississippi State coach gets fired. Right. I just need everybody that's listening to know that it is nonstop sports in our in our already nonstop sports life. And Matt has gotten thousands of text messages. Thank goodness for C Spire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking. Hey, thank goodness for that unlimited C Spire plan. Nonstop text messages and calls and what do you think what do you think what do you think so if he needed to talk about hallmark for just a minute to get through the day let's just get through hump day unnamed tweeter and back (laughs) off she just told you to back off that's great annabeth (laughs) yes look i've been sitting here with matt for the (laughs) hours 120 minutes on Monday, 120 minutes on Tuesday, and I'd say most of today. Like, how much more do? How much more needs to be said? How, how Mississippi State doesn't have a coach. They need a coach. Who yeah. could it be? Here's how do we do that for 20 hours? A how week? do we do? I like Thank it. you, Beaver. And then. You know, Beaver just said that very monotone, but on inside, inside he's screaming it. Why do we need to do that for 20 hours a week? Well, and then you have all these, and I hate to be this way because I'm not educated on it like you are, Matt, or other sports folks. But I love these people that start putting out all these lists like they know. Yeah. Like, here's the top list. You don't know. Those are the top list for who Mississippi State's going to choose. No, I started to tweet. Anybody that does that, I'm like, really? Hey, I started to tweet yesterday. Fooling yourself. Here's the list that I'm confident of that are involved in Mississippi State's coaching search. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, some coach somewhere with a winning record. Number two, some former coach who needs a job right now. Number three, I, mean, I don't know. Number four, you don't know. Number five, only Zach Selman really knows. Yeah, number four. You There's your list. Yeah, that really bugs me. Yeah. It it always happens, but hey, whatever. Listen to this. Uh-oh, unnamed tweeted back. Well, brace yourself. On the Murray West live thread. Uh-oh. Go to murraywest.com. Keith says on Facebook, as long as Matt lets Mrs. Wyatt talk, she can talk on whatever she wants, a heavenly voice. Well, now what a sweet text. Was that a text or a tweet? That was a comment on Facebook. Well, a comment so on now Facebook. it's going to live forever. Well, that was sweet. Thanks for sending that in. You have a heavenly voice. And he gave us his name. I mean, at least unnamed tweeter that was so mad about it could have given yeah. their name. Oh, check this out. We just got a text on the country pleasing text line from Trent Hammond. Trent. You know, I love him. The Trent Hammond. And it says, My wife not only likes Hallmark movies, but reads books with the same storyline. Yes. Never gets tired of it. I'm telling you. <laughs> we love Trent. He used to coach Brilliant. it. He used to coach at Tupelo. We love him. And his son was at state. I know, listen, they've really got it figured out because not only will yeah. you watch the movie, 
have these really cute books with cozy little covers on it of the same exact scenario and the same theme and you'll buy the book i have several and i know trent's wife i love her two things we gotta go quick msu 1980 a text says matt i absolutely love the show because you're so real and down to earth well i, I appreciate that that's nice Be careful with the compliments though because i will disappoint you at some point yeah there's not a day that goes by that I can't relate to something you talk about. Also, you make me laugh every day, and I love it when Annabeth shows up. That was sweet. He says you are blessed to have her. Well. Whew. Annie. I feel like we're really ending on a high note today. <laughs> okay, here's the high note we're going to end on. You ready? Yeah, we got it. Today, November the 15th, is National Bunt Day. And I don't mean bunting like in baseball. You mean cake? Cake. It is spelled differently. It's spelled B-U-N-D-D-T. Yes. I know things, Matt. You know what a bunt pan is? We have one. We have one. How many cakes have we made in it? Don't no, comment. No, not, don't answer. Let's not comment that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing about it. It's, uh, this thing comes in my email every day. Like It's national. What, national bunt day. Bunt cake. Hashtag national bunt day. Well, the picture is of a pound cake. Yeah. Now, what yeah, I want to know are the difference we between a pound cake and a bunt cake. What is the difference? Well, I think it's the. I, I don't know. We need to ask somebody a lot smarter than me. A bunt cake but can the, be any cake baked in a bunt pan. That's what this says. So you're starting to say that a pound cake should be a pound slash bunt cake? Well, what I'm saying is we might more not. so is that on National Bunt Day, we need some pound cake. Okay, I'll get you some. <laughs> From a, from a bakery like you would find on Hallmark. I'm friends with all the bakeries. Hey, you know what it was originally called? Because it came originally from Europe and the Germany area. It was a Google Huff. That's I a, am not making it that's up. That's a lot cuter. Google Huff. It sounds like something off Harry Potter. It, it absolutely does. Um, are y'all um, going to start talking about Thanksgiving food soon since the egg bowls? Well, let's just up. start right now. Let's start right now. I just wondered if y'all Lemon pound cake. I don't think Pineapple upside-down cake. Put it in a bunt pan. These are some suggestions here. For Thanksgiving, Matt? Shouldn't you be talking about, like, pumpkin pie? Pumpkin spice in pecan, a bunt pan. Pecan pie. Pecan. Gingerbread. I don't know about that. White chocolate raspberry. Come on, get that out of here. Who wants that? Well. Lemon raspberry in a bunt pan. <laughs> oh, Matt. Listen. <laughs> Give me some of that lemon pound cake in a bunt pan. And let's celebrate. Did you one time get a pecan pie from What's-His-Face off of um, Game Day? Yes. Corso? Corso, yeah. Lee Corso. Uh-huh. He gave me the pecan thing on Thanksgiving yeah, night. he picked you. Yep. I like that, Matt. Huh? I like that. That's a good Wait story. Wait a minute, did he? I thought you told me that. No, no, no. He that picked was something you, else. He picked you not to get it? No, no. It, but it was something different. It was not a Thanksgiving deal, I don't think. Well, why else would he be talking about pecan pie and football? That's yeah, like well, Thanksgiving-ish. I, I don't remember that. That was maybe back in the day when there weren't 3,000 other football games on oh, Thanksgiving right. besides the Egg Bowl. Well, that's the reason they used to do it. Yeah. Well, I say they. that's the reason you wanted to be on the Thursday night deal, even on Thanksgiving, because everybody watched you. But Have you been lobbying already? Yes. To, to move it? Yes, for years. And unsuccessfully. Unfortunately, I've only got a minute left because I'd love to go on the rant now. It's presented its opportunity. Listen, you're up against an NFL game, okay? And this year you're up against a good one. Uh -oh. And and since the NFL began to have games on Thursday night Thanksgiving, 
they always play day games. Cowboys Lions always play in the day, but now they're having a night game. And you know, you don't get any residual viewership effect for being on television on Thanksgiving night now as an advantage to the school because everybody the whole country is watching the NFL. Well, so the reality is ESPN who's calling all the shots because they're writing all the checks. They don't come in there and negotiate with the SEC. Hey, we would love for y'all to play on Thanksgiving night if we could talk you into it. <laughs> no, it's, hey, wink, wink, we need you to play on Thanksgiving night. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sir, yes, sir. May I have another? And so they're telling you the Egg Bowl is going to be on Thanksgiving night because we can brand it. We've done it before. Meanwhile, the reality is none of the other SEC schools want to do it. Their fan bases don't want to do it. They don't want that time slot up against an NFL game on Thursday. They don't want it. So State and Ole Miss are being pushed into it because, really, you don't have the negotiating power. That's what I think. Well, listen. To get it off of it. This year in the press box during the Egg Bowl, I'll bring you a Bundt cake. Bring it. And you can eat it with that Mississippi State ice cream. Oh, my goodness. That would be great. Wouldn't that be great? It would be great. That would be fantastic. I'll, I'll bring it to you as a gift because you're going to be sad because Ole Miss is going to win. Yeah, they, well, they probably are. <gasps> well, I mean, they probably are. They should. <laughs> I mean, put it this way. Quoting you. I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to have some fun if they don't Yeah. because they should. All right. Thank you, Annie, for coming by. Thanks for letting me stop by. Bye, Beaver. Bye, Annabeth. For Beaver, Annabeth. I'm Matt. All of us here on the show. We'll do it again tomorrow. Same time, same place in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. See you then. See you.